0: I realized that a lot of my fear was not due to the financial piece of it, but fear of judgment. Mm. What are people going to think of us? Are they going to think we're failures? Are they going to think we're dumb? And so once I identified that piece, I was like, okay, all I'm worried about is what other people are going to think of me. And I'm never actually going to know that for sure. So I should probably just get back in alignment with what what we want to create.
1: I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to The Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. And we are definitely talking prosperity today with the incredible couple, Jill and Josh Stanton. Now, Jill and Josh are originally the founders of the brand called Screw the 9 to 5, where they helped people leave their careers behind if they felt stagnant or didn't wanna work for somebody and break into the world of working for yourself. And it's that expertise that has actually turned them into being the number one experts on how to launch your course or launch your program. But what we're really gonna talk about today is this incredible couple lives life by their terms. I mean, they just picked up and moved their family to the Cayman Islands, and it's just like, the way they live life is goals. And I don't mean that all of you wanna live in the Cayman Islands, but what I mean is they exemplify what it is like to know that choice is the number one thing that your hard work and money can buy. So you're going to be inspired by their story. You're going to be inspired by how they're living, but you're also going to learn so dang much about how they got there. And one of my favorite things that we're going to talk about is they have a lot of tools on how to make tough business decisions as a couple. And you're definitely going to want those tools because they're simple to use. And then after that, Because they're the best launch experts that I know for course creators or anyone with any kind of online program, of course, we're going to dive into their proprietary system of launching. So if you have a course, if you have a program, make sure you listen and see this episode all the way through because we're lifting the curtain on how you can launch differently and better and more effectively than what you see everybody else doing. Their method is cool, unique, and proprietary. And you know what people say? always go the opposite direction of what the crowds are going because it's easier to stand out. We're going to teach you how to do that today. And of course, in the end, I always love to give you guys gifts, right? We've arranged an amazing gift for you. I don't know how, but we've arranged it so that you get a free one-on-one strategy call with Jill herself if you have a course to launch or if you have a program to launch. I know, absurd, right? So make it sure that you get all the way through the end of this thing so you can take advantage of that gift. But get ready, take some notes because. This episode will not only inspire you, it's about to change your life and increase your freedom in a big, big way. So let's go. Jill, Josh, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing?
0: We're so pumped to be here. Thanks for having us.
2: Yeah, it's good to finally meet you. Good to finally hang out with our talk shop. Talk shop, Jill was like kicking me out of all the the calls that you were having together with her before. So finally, you, you made it in the most important part of this relationship. You're Made, in the made cool it kids into class. the circle. It's so funny. So for those listening, you know, Jill was
1: in our elite mastermind last year, and part of the elite mastermind is you, you get a monthly call where we're doing a quick deep dive on your business, kind of a coaching call. And I'd always be like, "Where's Josh? Where's Josh?" And she'd be like, "Oh, Josh wants to be on the next one," and and because they build their business together, so I always expected him to be on, and the whole year went away. And this good looking legendary guy (laughs) with an Australian accent. I was starting to think she made it up and maybe just Photoshop some pictures in.
2: It's it's been a while Who is, since I've, it's been a while since I've received a compliment. So <laughs> like, how do you know, I, react I really, to really that? appreciate it.
1: How do I react to that?
2: Well, listen, we're gonna Keep talk going. about
1: some really cool things today. Number one, what's it like to be an entrepreneurial couple and in, in the journey that you guys have taken? And number two, the fact that you guys are the absolute freaking launch experts in the world for people that have something to launch. And and we'll make sure that we give tons of value. But here's where I want to start today. I want to start with an interesting move that you guys made recently last year. You know, the world is been upside down in flux. It's been crazy. And people have been doing all sorts of things. And you guys actually relocated from Canada to the Cayman Islands. I mean, just Mm. up, took the whole family and moved to the Cayman Islands. Now, we've seen people move when times are crazy, but not many people pick up and move to the Cayman Islands. What drove that? (laughs) Why'd you choose that? What drove that?
0: Freedom. <laughs> really, that's what it was when we first moved here. Like, we were always looking for a place to land. We were looking for our own place to call our own. Like, we knew we didn't want to live in Canada, and because Josh is Australian, hates winter. And we knew we didn't want to live in Australia because the time zone's kind of a pain in the ass. And so we were trying to move to Puerto Rico. We have a whole bunch of friends down there. I think. Pretty much every American now knows everyone's on that Puerto
1: Rico tax savings kick right now,
0: absolutely right. But COVID shut that down, they shut down immigration and work permits and all that kind of stuff, so we couldn't actually get in. And so Josh, we were in Puerto Rico during this time and Josh was on a hike and he met this woman who was like, oh, you're Australian. Why are you in Puerto Rico? And he's like, yeah, we're trying to move there. Blah, blah, blah. Like my wife and I and our kid. And she's like, why would you move to Puerto Rico when you could move to the Cayman Islands? And that was like, ding, what's the Cayman Islands all about? That sent us down a rabbit hole. And three months later, we were here. It was it, it, a leap of faith.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'd never been here before. Jill was here <laughs> when she was like 12, which is so it was like 60 years ago or something. But um <laughs> So we literally just 30. like, yeah, so we just like jumped on a plane, but it looked really good. We we're like, this place looks really nice. So we get here and we had to do 14 days of quarantine when we oh. first got here, like in, in a little house.
0: With a three-year-old, let's just oh. preface that.
2: Yeah. So it was kind of funny that like, we land and then we like got stuck in a taxi. Then we had to drive through this island. We're like trying to picking out the window. Yeah. Like, what is this place like? <laughs> and then they put us in this little house in the middle of nowhere, right? And we had to wait two weeks until we can actually get out and check out the island. But, you know, once everything opened up and we were able to get out, we just quickly realized this is a great place to live. Mm-hmm. And actually, we're trying to encourage like a lot of our friends to move down to a place like this as well, because it's really well set up for entrepreneurs. It's incredibly well set up for
0: it. We often joke because it's very first world. Like it's not just like... A lot of the Caribbean yeah. countries you would see, where you kind of stick to the touristy spots, it is like a whole other level of first world. So we always joke that there's like first world problems, but then there's Cayman Islands problems, like ah, the oysters aren't that juicy today, <laughs> or there's no parking at the yacht club. Oh my god! So it's an elevated sense of lifestyle here. But who we calls love it.
1: oysters juicy? This makes yeah. it, I'm <laughs> actually fascinated by this concept because we're seeing entrepreneurial couples that aren't really tied anywhere and now we're seeing even people that you know are tied to a company like employees picking up and working from wherever was it scary or was this a hell yes for you like where did you get the courage to choose Cayman Islands especially cuz you didn't have a lot of experience in living there
2: we definitely like traveled a lot. So before we lived in Canada, before we had our son, we actually lived in Thailand for two years. We're in the Philippines for a while. We're in Mexico. So we kind of traveled quite a Where lot. And so we've done this a few times already. And so for us, so we, November happens and in you're in Canada in November and suddenly the leaves are gone. Everything's getting cold. You don't
0: see the sun anymore. Yeah. There's like
2: a virus on the way It's going <laughs> to yep. get even worse. And we're like, we need to just get out and go somewhere and we'll figure it out. And so we went to Puerto Rico. We knew we couldn't immigrate there, but we said, Hey, whatever, this is going to go on for a couple of years. So we don't want to go back to Canada right now because it's just not like the best environment for us to be in right now. Schools were closed like that kind of stuff as well. And so we said like, what are we going to do? We'll we'll try We'll go to like Thailand for a while. We'll maybe go to Mexico for a bit. We'll just kind of keep traveling around for the next little bit because we can run this business from anywhere. So as long as we have like some childcare, wherever we go, we can, we can definitely handle this. And then it was just that chance encounter with that lady in Puerto Rico. And she mentioned the Cayman Islands. And then we also realized we could move our company here as well. And so we went through that process and we just got really fortunate. And yeah, I mean, we keep telling people, it's like this is a great place to live. The cost of living is pretty high. But I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, like generating some pretty good money, this is a fantastic place to be for that. Yeah.
0: Safest island in the Caribbean. Very Again, safe. the lifestyle is just city, what out island? of this world.
2: What city, what island?
0: We're there's in a, Grand there's, only one,
2: there's only one city.
0: There's, there's three islands. But though. like
2: technically, there's like one city, George Georgetown. Georgetown. yeah. Okay. So there's only there's only sixty five thousand people here. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: It's small. I don't yeah. I don't know yeah. if that's yeah. gonna,
2: that would be big enough for me. But I know it's beautiful. And like and like fifty billionaires.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's the largest concentration of billionaires here. You guys are going to
1: be cool. number fifty one there. One of the best things that money can buy you is like freedom and choice, right? Mm. So yeah. where does this? freedom that you've created through being a brand and creating a brand? Where does that factor into this kind of move?
2: I guess we've always been this way since we first got started in business. We always wanted to have, been able to work on our own schedule. We like to live in nice places, places that inspire us. Mm -hmm. I mean, coming down here, we do have a lot of freedom. We generally work like 25 to 30 hours per week. Tomorrow, we're going to like take it off and go snorkeling and stuff like that. And so this is a great place to have, if you want to work hard, I just think you've got to work hard in concentrated periods. 25 hours is really good for me. And then the rest of the time you can go boating, you can go snorkeling. It's a 45 minute flight from here to Miami. So this is a, a really great place to live that kind of lifestyle business. And
0: ultimately for us, I think this was only experienced once we got off the plane, but you walk on to Cayman here and it is a whole other energy of abundance. Really like the real estate is sexy as shit. The food is unreal, like the services, the conveniences, the schools, the activities, like everything here is just a whole other level of polish. And for us, we're big believers in upgrading your environment, right? And putting yourself around people who are where you want to be and who match your future. And so we're so fortunate that we found our way here. It was so not planned. And it was like the most clearest example of the universe touching our life and giving us like a little nudge. Like you want to go to Puerto Rico? And we're like, "Eh, go to the Cayman Islands. It's amazing. It's just that chance comment by
1: by a stranger. That woman was a stranger, right?
0: Yeah. 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 Josh had never, we had both never knew her. And now she's been, Integral, because her husband introduced us to someone here who helped get our business set up and work permits and all this stuff. So it's such a beautiful, serendipitous I I just want to
2: paint a picture as well, like, which is important. It's It's not like this place doesn't have, like, its problems or anything like that yeah. like you know it's a very expensive place to live and so you know like there's some people who aren't earning as much money and it's like more challenging for yeah. them and so it's like any place really like there's positives and there's negatives to it so for us like it fits a lot of the, the positive boxes
1: Josh that's a great segue into my next question is you guys have hit the jackpot and i hope people are inspired by what you're describing right now and the life that you get to live but life wasn't always like this for you guys right it wasn't that long ago that and i'm going to use your words you guys were stuck being a cog in someone else's vision in order to barely make a livable wage, right? And so how'd you mm-hmm. break out of that? How did you go from back then being a cog in someone else's vision, right? AKA having jobs, that kind of thing, to live in this incredible life in the Cayman Islands surrounded by luxury right now?
2: I guess it really started pretty early time in our relationship. I think I was like 23, 24. And then Joe, how old were you? Like 28 then? Yeah, make me the sound day. like a lover, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> At that point. Point in time, we were like in Toronto, actually, and I was like, I had like a software business that I was working with a partner in, but really it was kind of more like a job. Really, yeah, I was just managing this the software team and that kind of stuff. And then Jill was, you were managing social, social media. media for like lots of different restaurants. So we, we basically like had these jobs pretty much where we were living, and we just said like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm I'm 20, or I think it was 24 or whatever. Like, let's just get rid of this and let's just like start our own business and we're going to make money. And then we're going to go live in Thailand because we just went, we did a trip to Thailand for a couple of months. And then we were, we loved it so much. We said, let's just get rid of all of this. We're going to start like a bunch of blogs. We're going to make money through affiliate marketing. We're just going to go live over in Thailand. And so literally six months later, we made it, we were making enough money through these other businesses that we just like up and left Toronto and we moved out to Thailand for two years. And then really our journeys kind of continued from there. And I would say if anything, we've just gotten really good at saying no to the things we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And we just keep doing that constantly. So if anything, give me an even example, business, do you mind
1: expanding on that? Give me an example of like something that you've developed a muscle to say no to that you would have said yes to in the past.
2: Yeah. So a really good example is we had a membership community called screw you, screw university, not screw you, Chris, <laughs> which was part of the brand uh, of screw the nine to five, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. exactly. And so we had this, this great membership and we had a lot of people in it and it was paying us quite well. We had a team and, and things like that. And it was doing okay, but we were giving our members so much of our time, like all the time we were just talking to people and answering questions. And then our son comes along and we realized, crap, we can't do this anymore. We need yeah. to learn how to become parents. So we have to change this right now. And so
0: the way Josh paints it is like, oh, we just need to change this. It was the most like catalytic time of our life. So right. our son comes in, we're in this place in our business where you know our membership is generating over 300,000 a year, mm-hmm. but we feel so trapped and so tethered to our business. Like we didn't see any way out of that. We couldn't figure out how to change or turn the ship. Mm-hmm. And so it was sort of this like moment for us where it was either... We make a decision to keep going and it's just like, it's more of this, or we take a brave, scary AF leap and shut this down, close this chapter, reset our business and build in line with who we want to be as parents, as a couple, as partners, as humans, as entrepreneurs and go after that. And that was really a pivotal moment for us. I remember it was, we're on our balcony in Toronto. And we had just hit such a rock bottom moment where everything just felt so uncertain and limiting to us. And I remember we were both so jaded at this time. And Josh said to me, you know, what business model have we really enjoyed? And I'm so grumpy at this point. I'm like, I have like a four month old on me and I'm like, nothing, I hate this. And he was like, no, we loved affiliate marketing. And it was like kind of back to our roots of the first business we had ever joined or started together. And so we made a decision right then and there that at the end of the year, we would shut down our membership, give ourselves a year of space to kind of determine our next moves and just promote other people's programs. And that decision alone really just opened up this whole new lifestyle for us, a whole new level of abundance and results for our clients, truthfully, because that- got us deeper into the game and wanting to help more people
2: I didn't think it was that scary like if I'm just being perfectly honest for me I I I didn't think I was like fine we've been doing business for a while it's not like these skills just suddenly disappear and you can't do this anymore I'm sure you would agree with me on that Chris it's like once you've developed a certain level of skill in business it's like and if you decide to change businesses or take it with it's an asset yeah you just take it with you so you're just like okay cool We're going to do this other business model, which we've already done before in the past anyway, but now we're going to bring this new skill set to it. And we'll probably end up doing any even better. And actually we made more money the next year.
1: That's phenomenal. Where I really want to drive this home is you guys are the perfect example. I think of most households listening right now, one person is going to say, this isn't scary. Come on, babe, let's go. The other person is going to be scared out of their mind. So how do you, what's your advice for communicating
2: your way? Through that, so that people could come out the other side successfully, like you did. My thing is, I'll just kind of bring it up and then I'll say, You don't have to say yes to it now. Give give yourself 24 hours and then all the
0: time. I actually hate it. And then we'll
2: come back. We'll come back and discuss it. He
0: does it all the time. I'm going to give you 24 hours to think about this and then we'll come back. And I'm like, I know what you're doing. You're doing the thing. (laughs)
1: But does it work? But I think, but does it work? work?
0: (laughs) Shut up, both of you.
2: This is good. This is a tool. It's fine. It's totally. And and by the way, it probably happens the other way in reverse too. So if you're like, I want to change this. And I'm like, no, I'm really against that. Just with enough time, suddenly it might settle in. This has happened before. And I'm like, you know what, Joe? I think you're right. We should probably do that now instead.
0: I think for me with the fear, it was just really understanding like what's at the base of that. Like what's really underneath that. Because as I did that work, as we were gearing up to, change our business model and shut down, we shut down everything. Like every single offer we had, we shut down our free groups, which was, We had groups over 50,000 people in total. Like we shut down everything that no longer served us to hit the reset button. And for me, I realized that a lot of my fear was not due to the financial piece of it, but fear of judgment. Mm. What are people going to think of us? Are they going to think we're failures? Are they going to think we're dumb? Are they going to think whatever, right? Are we letting our members down? All of this, that was the source of my fear. And so once I identified that piece, I was like, oh, okay, all I'm worried about is what other people are going to think of me. And I'm never actually going to know that for sure. So I should probably just get back in alignment with
1: what you want to what do? we
0: want to create and what we want to devote our lives to and all of that. Because one thing that stands out for me always, Cody. Oh, what Cody Sperber. Yes. And he said, alignment is velocity. And that was so true for us because we were just banging up against unalignment nonstop for a year straight and once we got that out of the way and we understood the like limiting beliefs or the fear behind it or at least on my end after that the shackles were off and we just hit the gas
2: yeah could I say one other thing too like in terms of working together which is kind of like the theme right now I do think it helped when we made it the case where like one person is the main decision maker Mm. as opposed to two, because I realized like in business that it's more about how quickly you can kind of make decisions and then execute on it and then make mistakes and then like make new decisions and execute. And so when you have like two people who are trying to make decisions, if I'm like, I think we should go this way. And you're like, no, I think we should go this way. Then, then it takes time for us to like find the middle. And I realized like in business, That time is just time wasted that you could have just been moving in one direction, made a bunch of mistakes and improve things as you move forward. So I think that that probably helped a lot when we made that decision.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, I couldn't agree more. So, you know, Lori, my wife, she has had her own brand for a long time, but we would work together on it. I've had my own brand for a long time, but we worked together on it and we had to establish early on. And it was advice from someone else. I wish I could remember who it was, but they said, there always has to be one person who gets to say the buck stops here? No matter how passionate the other person might be about their perspective, when you're running a business together, there has to be one person that has the power to say the buck stops here. And so we we made this rule, and it wasn't always comfortable, but we made this rule that for anything that falls under Lori's brand, she got to say the buck stops here. She gets to make the final call. And same thing with me. Even if she was like, Chris, it's the dumbest decision ever. I still get to make that dumb decision by saying the buck stops here with me. And it's really powerful. I don't want people to miss this point that you you brought up. It's really powerful even though it might feel like it's a tough thing to do, mm-hmm. it's really powerful to have that type of of rule laid out. It makes, yeah. like you said, Jill, if it makes things more efficiency and efficiency is speed and mm-hmm. speed is money.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's not like you don't consult with each other. Like right. you're still both bringing ideas to the table. It's just like, You know, if Jill brings some ideas to the table, it might I might immediately go, that's a fantastic idea. Let's definitely do it. But sometimes I'm like, let's just think about it for a bit and then we'll kind of come up with it, we'll make a decision at the end. So it's it's more about like just allowing it to be the case where you can be creative. We say this with our team as well. We say, I want you to every single week, we bring new ideas to the table. But like my job is to kind of decipher those ideas and then determine which direction we're gonna steer the ship. Like that's it. I love it. You guys have been
1: like bringing up awesome tools so far in this in this interview. Here's another set of tools so to speak that I want to bring up. You did a podcast I remember somewhere in the end of last year and it was all about the three things that you would do if you had to start from scratch. Mm. And there's a lot of people in the past let's say 18 months that are starting from scratch. What are the three things or what advice do you have from someone if you lost everything? If you didn't have your followings, if you didn't have anything other than your skill set that you have right now. How would you guys start over?
2: Such a loaded question. <laughs> I'm trying to remember like how we did that podcast. Episode. I know
0: one of them for sure was customer first.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's like a huge mistake. I see a lot of people make, uh, let's say like coaches or course coach creators or service providers, like who's mainly the people we work with they'll start and they'll spend the first year just being on social media and like, you know, growing an email list and growing social media and that kind of stuff. And then they don't make an offer until like the end of the year. And then they make an offer and they realize it's the wrong offer or, you know, they've got a bunch of people used to them giving them free content, that kind of stuff. And so they're like, hang on, why do I have to pay for this now? So it freaks out their audience. And and we realize like, we have a lot of clients come in and they're like, I've got this audience. I haven't made an offer yet. We're like, okay, cool. Let's make an offer. And then the audience gets all mad and we're like, okay, great. Now that that's done, can we just start working with customers now? Yeah. Cool. It's kind of like, I said, to them, it was like, imagine if you were a restaurant, you started a restaurant and you're like, we're just not going to serve any food for the first year. Yeah. We're <laughs> going to let no, everybody we're in. This we're, we're not going to charge anyone for it for a whole year. Yeah. For an entire year, we'll water just let you guys and lemon for it. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and then and then we're going to finally start charging you, and then suddenly no one's going to show up at the restaurant. It's like no, we're a business. Like let's act like a business from the very beginning. We need customers. So That's great I, advice. I, I think it makes sense.
0: And I think so many of us, I know, we fell into this trap. You know, the going advice online is like give away ninety percent of your best stuff for free, and we subscribed to that belief for so long until we just kept getting bogged down with freebie seekers who expected the world, but did not, were not willing to put any skin in the game. And when we made the switch to switch from anything free, you can't find anything for free on our site other than our content. And we made the decision to, we are only working with customers from here on out, it brought a whole new surge of energy and revenue into our business because it was a line in the cement for us. We are no longer dealing with freebie seekers. If you want to work for us or work with us, you'll spend $37 to come into one of our experiences or like $97 to join our crash course. Like we don't have anything that is unachievable on the front end. So we were of the mindset that we like to work with people who have skin in the game. And we have skin in the game yeah. and we know that when people pay, they pay attention. So let's focus on that and get people better results so they have a better experience with us and want to continue working. This with is us. exactly yeah. the
1: direction I wanted this to go in because you are, I don't want to say alone, but you are unique in that you are saying, nope, if we're going to work together, even though it's a tiny baby micro investment." You're going to have Mm -hmm. some skin in the game because when you Mm -hmm. have skin in the game, I have skin in the game. And I think a lot of people have fear around that because everyone's been teaching, you know, give give your best stuff away for free, make them love you, and then they'll be willing to buy from you. And that is or has been good advice except the whole damn world's doing it now. And you guys are saying, wait, let's go the opposite direction so we can actually freaking stand out and get right to the meat and potatoes of making money and serving better. There's
2: two principles like that, that like behind this, right? The first one is, when people pay, they pay attention. Mm -hmm. So from your standpoint as a business owner, when someone pays, they're more likely to like show up and do the work and blah, blah, blah. Right. But then secondly, we're not in the business of delivering information. Like this is the confusing part for a lot of people. It's like, I sell courses. I sell coaching. You sell results. You're not in the business of getting, giving people courses and information. You're in the business of getting them a result. So in order for someone to get a result, they first have to be invested. So the more someone invests, the more invested they are. And therefore, the more likely they are to receive, get results. Plus, if they invest more, we can like hire more service providers and team members to support them and give them the best chance of getting a result. Yeah, exactly. And
0: the beauty of it is you're not in this volume game that a lot of people find themselves trapped in. So for example, like we have a client, Kristen, and she teaches teachers and she came in with the belief that teachers don't really have money. So she has to pay this, play this big volume game. Right. And the beauty of this model is it actually allows you to work with less people, right? Cause everyone's paying. So you're not getting the big splashy vanity numbers. Like, Whoa, a hundred thousand leads. You have like a thousand customers, but I mean, of course you'd rather work with a thousand customers rather than a hundred thousand leads. Right. So anyway, she comes in and she had only ever done these free on the front promotions and she had only ever sold a two nine seven offer. And Josh worked with her on one of her hot seats to create a paid launch experience that she could offer. And she was like, Oh, I don't know if they're going to want to pay on the front. And we're like, just give it a shot. So her biggest launch before that was $20,000 or something like that. 20 ish. She did $102,000 oh, on. in revenue Would with 500 Which switched from a freebie people. launch
1: to a paid launch.
0: With 500 people on her bootcamp. Yeah. It was just like such an eye opener for her, such a shift. Like, oh, I don't need to go after thousands and thousands and thousands of leads to make a certain amount of money. I can instead put a payment gateway in front of that, work with customers, need less of them and make more.
1: I want to unpack this. This is good. This is exactly what I wanted to kind of share with everybody is that you are doing it so differently, right? These paid launches instead of these walk you down this free path and and surprise you at the end that we see everybody else doing. Now, there are two things I want to unpack. Is number 1 the fear around it. I think people's fear is I'm not going to be able to get in front of enough people if I'm making them mm-hmm. pay early on to be a part of this launch, right? Cuz it goes paid challenge or or paid launch into a bigger one. And so mm-hmm. I think the fear is I'm not going to be able to get in front of enough people if I'm asking them to pay early on. And I say I think mm-hmm. the second thing I want to unpack is where do you get enough audience? If it's not free and if there is a little skin in the game that they have to pay in the beginning.
2: Yeah. So people say when they come in, they're like, I don't have much of an audience. I'm like, I don't care. That's fine. So what happens is we, we go to when, the traffic we, store. We, you go to the traffic store. So <laughs> so when you so imagine like you are selling a ticket for like this virtual boot camp, right? Like a virtual, like a three-day boot camp. <laughs> And it also comes with a few bonuses, that kind of stuff, right? And the, the ticket price is thirty-seven dollars. Okay. So everyone who gets a ticket, they have to pay thirty-seven dollars. Plus, we also recommend there's a couple of other like offers we make optional when we're selling to some optional upgrades. We do we recommend like a VIP ticket as well. Okay. People get even more access throughout the event, so they can like pay hundred dollars or two hundred dollars for that. So you're making money as people are coming through and purchasing. So then when we run ads, we go to Facebook and Instagram, we can go to YouTube, we can go to like TikTok now is becoming quite a great source of advertising as well. And we run ads there. And we're just tracking two numbers. The first number is how much it costs you to get a new customer when you spend ads. So when you spend $100 in ads, you get a new customer. So it's $100 for a new customer. And the second one is like the average order value, which is the average amount of money that a customer pays you. And so if you get customers at $100, but each customer is worth $100 to you, how much money are you spending on ads? None. It's all getting paid back immediately. Right. So, like, this is, so this is like a free this is like launch a trick. to you. Yeah. And th- this is not like, this is old. This is an old idea. It's called self liquidating It's like self liquidating offer. A lot of people are aware of this. And so all it is, is we're just running a self liquidating offer on the front. So which means you don't technically, it helps if you have an audience because then you get them for free. You don't have to spend money on ads, you get an email list or whatever. But if you don't, this is a great way to get started. So you have to spend the next, 12 months, 24 months.
0: Singing and dancing. Singing and ourselves.
2: dancing on social media. For free. <laughs> for free. Yeah, yeah.
1: this Yeah. I really want to unpack this for people that this is a new concept for. So let's just make up a couple of logical numbers here. Let's say your lead acquisition cost. You spend money on Facebook ads, Instagram ads, TikTok ads. And to get a lead onto, into your list, let's say it's $4 a lead, right? That's fair. And let's say you need 1,000 leads. So now you got to spend $4,000 on ads. But what you're saying is if you have a $39 uh, paid launch, then to cover that $4,000, all you need is a hundred people, roughly, right? Just over a hundred people yeah. out of the $4,000 you spent to get a thousand people. All you need yeah. is, is about a hundred people to take you up on that offer to make your launch totally free. And now yeah. you can step yeah.
2: them into an upsell. And it's so much better because... Because what happens is I talk to a lot of people when they come in, they're like, one of the questions I say is, have you ever done like a webinar or a free challenge or something? And you had to, you had to set like a lifetime budget for your ads. And you're like, yeah, I set like $5,000 for it. I was like, how did you feel? So once you got the leads in and then you had to run the challenge or the webinar, did you feel under pressure because you had to make that money back? And everyone's like, yes. And it's like such a bad feeling. And so the answer to this is like, well, what would happen if you didn't have to make any money back? And not only did you like, it's not just leads, we're talking customers that are coming in that are paying to be there. And they're more likely actually three to five times more likely to purchase what you're selling off the back than a free lead is. So it's, it's just a win, win, (coughs) win, win, win situation for everything.
0: And I would say, so a lot of people come in when they start working with us and they think, okay, so how much do I have to spend on ads to make this work? It's the question I get all the time. And we always say, you set a budget that you are comfortable being out on the front. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing, because say you set a thousand dollar budget just for a round number, right? And so on day one, you're like, okay, I'm going to spend a hundred dollars. And so then you track how much it costs you to get a customer. So say it costs 50 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. And you get two customers and your bootcamp is $37. So you've made back $74. Is that the right math? So now you're out $26 that day. Okay, great. So tomorrow I'm going to spend $200 and I make back, you know, a hundred. So now I'm out $126. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're playing a lead game, it's like, I'm going to spray $1,000 all over Facebook and hope that it converts on the front end. And then also hope that these people stay engaged, keep showing up and actually convert at a ratio of like two to 4%. So it just becomes so much more predictable when you run this, because it allows you to identify on average, how much does it cost us to acquire someone? And on average, how much do we make back? So we know what our margins are. So we know how many we need to get in to make you know, $100,000 profit or a million dollars, whatever
2: yeah. it is. So so like in like the short answer is how much How much do I spend on ads? It's like as much as you want. Because <laughs> yeah. you're going to recoup <laughs> most of it can. with that first yeah.
1: little upsell.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. I want you guys to talk me through, you can use someone else's launch as an example or a, a hypothetical one, but I want you to talk us through, because this is really good for the listeners. Talk us through... The order of a launch, right? Because the end game is mm. not to break even. The end game is not to sell a whole bunch of 29 or $37 products. It's to sell something more expensive. So take us from ad spend to tripwire or first sell to what we're really selling in the long run. And what does that look like?
2: Yeah. I mean, there's, a, it's pretty simple, actually. It's just three, it's a three-step promotion. So step one is like, try the easiest way to kind of think about it is if I was hosting an in-person event, yeah. like a, a workshop or a conference or something like that, you would sell tickets during over a period of time to, to that event. Right. And so we have a registration phase, which is step one. And that's, we recommend say two weeks of running ads to like get as many tickets, people buying tickets as possible. Then we host, the actual event. And so the recommendation is like a three to five day event. We we call them boot camps. And, And so each day you want to keep it as simple as possible. So like just like 45 minutes of training each day, nice and simple. And we give them one thing to do at the end of each day, just like a little homework item, essentially. Then on the last day, that's where you then pitch into your, your other offers. So if you're selling a coaching program or one-on-one coaching, or done you're for selling you. like done-for-you services, like whatever it is, you're going to pitch on the last day. And the third step is the enrollment phase, which usually lasts for three to five days. So you just keep enrollment open for three to five days. And then we finish the promotion, we archive the Facebook group, and then we get to work with the people who've said yes to your, to your offers.
1: You make it sound so simple, like, duh. This works so easily. <laughs> where do people, and because and, here's the spirit of my question. The truth is this. What you're teaching works great. What I teach works great. But what I see a lot of is that even though people follow the formula, they don't get the results all the time that they want. So where mm-hmm. do you see people getting tripped up the most so that they can work around it and avoid it and be successful?
2: Yeah, I would say there's two things to me. Or maybe mm-hmm. you can you can share as well. But the two things for me is, sometimes we have clients who they'll have a small ad budget. They'll spend like a couple thousand dollars and they'll end up making money on the front. So like they'll make a thousand dollars or $2,000 selling tickets to their event in profit. I mean, in profit. And so I said to those people, you're not supposed to make any profit on the front. You're actually supposed to like spend or invest all of that in ads so you can get more people in. So that's like the first, uh, that's the first era. Yeah that yeah. you small exactly you you don't need to
0: because they get in their head because customers cost more to acquire than leads so they're like oh my god it's costing me $50 to get yeah. a person and i used to spend $4 on a lead and so they get in their head that way and they don't realize like no 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 you actually spent $14 because you liquidated this yep. yeah so that's a piece of it
2: yeah so it's that's the first part the second part is during the event they they teach too much and they overwhelm people oh, yeah. so Yeah. So that's like the thing you want to stay away from is literally just 45 minutes each day with 15 minutes of Q and A at the end of the session. And then you give them one little homework piece and then you say, okay, go do that. And then post your homework in the Facebook group because I want to see it and respond to it there. So it goes, and then you start the next day. So it goes paid ads
1: to to find your eyeballs, right? Into a tiny 29, 37, 49, whatever dollar mini event. Don't over teaching that event or people are going to leave totally googly eyed and, and be like, forget it. I can't do this. Right. So less you is teach, more.
0: You teach yeah. the what and the why, know Perfect. how.
1: The what and the why. Mm-hmm. In this yeah. mini event that people paid, you know, 39, 40 whatever for. And then coming out of that, you
2: upsell into what? So imagine like your event is a taster for working with you. Mm-hmm. So working with you in, in and if you if you want to, then it's like, hey, great. If we want to go to the next steps, like come and join my three month coaching program, or you can work one-on-one with me from here, or we have these like done for you services that we can actually help you complete and do all this for you. So it's it's just about giving people a taste essentially of what it's like to work with you during the three to five days. And then it's like, great. Now let's really go to the next level by joining this program.
0: You can also say it as like, again, teaching the what and the why, and then your program is the how. Mm. So you use your event to kind of like agitate the gap between where they are versus where they want to be. And then you give them that chance, that like accelerated fast track to work with you to hit the result that they're really after, right? So, for example, when we were running course creators boot camps, the purpose of that was to design an offer because let's be real, not everyone knows how to create great offers. So, there's a lot of shitty offers out there, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I have a course, it's 12 modules with a group, come join it. And people are like, <laughs> What? It. You know? So, our boot camp was around designing a really badass offer that was so good it would sell itself. And then, our offer, like our back end signature program offer at the time, was how to sell it okay cool we've got the offer now let's go sell it with these paid events so yeah you kind of like you again you teach, teach the what and the why and then you move them yeah. into your program i, with I give
2: house. it another it could be so simple right so <laughs> another one of our clients is a ukulele instructor mm-hmm. and so he's like okay in three days i'm going to show him how to play like three little birds by bob marley in those three, it's the easy song. Is it like quick taser, uh, They get to the end of it. And then he's like, great, come and join my, my six-week course. Now I'm going to show you like how to play songs like this or play songs like this or whatever. And they would they would do it every time and make like $30,000 in profit just like every time they did it, just over and over and over again. That's so it could just be really simple, you know?
0: Or Glynis who teaches people how to like nail, she's a talent coach and she teaches people how to nail more auditions. And then she moves them into their program to help them build their Performance career, or their modeling career, or their acting career.
1: Yeah, I love it's really simple. these examples of success stories because it makes people go from okay, I'm starting to understand the concept, to all of a sudden they get inspired and they realize, oh, I could see myself doing that. I teach X, Y, and Z, and I could mm-hmm. go. Remember the teacher launch from twenty thousand doing it the wrong way to one hundred two thousand doing it the way that Josh and Jill teach me. I could go mm-hmm. from you know teaching ukulele to no one to making thirty thousand bucks every time I do it, like. That's the stuff that lifts people off the couch and makes them say, okay, I can do this. Do you have one mm. last like success story or someone who smashed it using this?
2: Let's say like Ido, for example, yeah. like he didn't have any audience whatsoever. He wanted to work with startup founders or p- people looking to like, you know, start up raise funding. Mm-hmm. So he created a an event and bootcamp called Raise the Round and he just like, walks them through how to raise their first round of funding. And then he would sell into like a, a group coaching program after that. First time he did it, he made like 140 grand in profit the first time. And then with no, audience. with no audience, just running some ads and stuff. And it just works because when when you've got all the components put together properly, it just works.
0: Can I contrast that with like a really obscure one, which obviously doesn't have like the price point that Ida would charge for something like this. But Hannah, so she teaches soap making in Denmark. So a Danish program teaching soap making, yeah. she ran this process and she did what 10,000 on in profit like on 10, her last
2: profit. Yeah. That like, changed some people's life. like,
1: listen, yeah, I like making has. soap. I live wherever 10 grand can change someone's family. You can get them taken them from being behind to ahead. And there's a trend. I don't know if you guys know it's a trend, but in each of these stories you're sharing, each person was really niche, like a soap making yes. program, yes. freaking yes. ukulele, how to raise money, not how to do the whole startup, but just how to raise money and close the round. Yeah. These are all super niche. Is that a requirement of being successful in this?
2: Yeah. Like, I mean, we always say there's two two things. you got to have, you have a niche and you've got to know exactly who the target customer is. Because mm-hmm. when we know who they are, then we can identify specific, what is a really good topic to focus on at, in your event. You know, it's like what with Glynis with, you know, people, singers, songwriters, mm-hmm. actors, models, nailing auditions seems to like cross they all need to take or do auditions right so it's so it's a really good topic to focus on in the events when you really know your customer you know what they're struggling with and the question you ask a really good question to ask is when you're trying to identify what am I going to really cover in this event you want to ask the question not what do you think they need the help with the most but what do they think they need help with the most Like you need to put yourself in their shoes and really uncover what they think they need help with the most right now. And that's where we want to help them solve. I love that. Now, you guys, one of the things
1: I like about you is this is what you do. You teach this and you do it in a really affordable way. You're not like, buy my $2,000 course, buy my this. People can be educated by you for a tiny, tiny investment. Tell me about Mm -hmm. the course that you guys have that teaches this.
0: Yeah. So we have a crash course. It's called the paid launch formula, and it teaches you the foundations of this strategy. So we go into creating the event, running the group, how to structure the event, what to charge, the different upgrades, how to create and connect the group, how to pitch, so it really is kind of like a foundational look into the strategy so that you can start breaking down, okay, I think I could do this topic because it's related or it's like the first domino that I need to knock down in order for someone to say yes to my bigger program. So we cover all of that. We have a whole bunch of bonuses, including Josh's genius scorecard that he has. You look like I'm scorecard? So distracted by it. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> just so listening to you. Just like, listening to you.
0: But do you want to break down your scorecard, the scorecard? and then I'll share the other one?
2: It's only the best thing ever. (laughs) No, so when you look at, when you run these promotions, we have like a launch planner. And so it's broken into three phases or three steps. There's the schedule. So the first thing you want to do is you want to identify, okay, there's three steps to this promotion. So we need to set the schedule for it. And it's really cool because When you have this schedule in play, you've got like all the emails you're going to be sending, like what the posts you're going to do in your Facebook group, blah, blah, blah. If you want to up and do another one, you just make a copy of that. And then you just give it to a virtual system, whatever, schedule everything in and go again. The second thing is the scorecard. So the scorecard is literally each day throughout the events and throughout the promotion, you're just going to put in certain numbers. And at the end of the promotion, it spits out your, your p and like the entire PL, wow. the entire performance of your promotion, like what your conversion rates are, everything like that. And then with our, when we work with our private clients, like when they fill it out, we do like a launch debrief. We help them analyze where they can improve things and we make some changes from there. And then the last part is a calculator as well. And so you can plug in certain numbers. So let's say you want to earn like $100,000, right? Mm-hmm. In a promotion, you plug that in, you change a few numbers and it kind of tells you what you need to invest or what you kind of need to do in terms of your ad spend like that kind of stuff if you want to actually hit $100,000 and what, what your profit margins would be like and that kind of stuff we're so, big
0: believers in tracking numbers because yeah. we we have a motto that our head coach came up with and it's numbers take the emotions out of your promotions and oh so God, we always <laughs> he made a shirt out of it and everything but
1: <laughs> that's shirt worthy that's shirt worthy
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a tweetable so that's why we wanted to provide the scorecard as well. There's a whole tutorial on how to use it. Josh walks you through the whole thing. And then it also comes with a free one on one 30 minute launch strategy call with me as well to really map out your game plan for your paid launch because we know that a lot of people aren't used to the style of launching yet but i promise you you are going to see a big explosion of it in 2022 some big names are starting to roll out paid launches and you're going to see these tides start to turn as people start to realize like my lead costs are going up that's a one way street and my conversion rates are going down so i need to look for something better to plug these holes and so paid launches are the solution to that so i still do these calls myself so that i can help you brainstorm and game plan your paid launch for, structure for now she's so doing it
2: um uh, <laughs> uh, but obviously she has i just like it. can't do it forever today. guys
1: dude, i really want to it's, like point a couple things out this is so freaking important like i am on the team of enthusiastically pushing people to go do what i think is good for them and if Anyone Mm. right now is listening that has a course or a program of any freaking kind, then this is me pushing you enthusiastically to go get into the paid launch formula that you guys are doing because the value that you're offering is overwhelming, literally overwhelming Mm. value because it's what, 97 bucks?
0: 97 bucks. That is
1: a gift. That is a downright freaking gift to people that they can Mm. learn the formula, that they can get those tools for $97. And that's what I was saying in the beginning is Mm -hmm. I love that they don't have to walk in at $1,000 or $2,000 like everybody Mm -hmm. else asks. $97 freaking dollars will change their life. And the other thing I love about you guys is you don't stop there. There's some people listening that are already advanced, that are already crushing it. And you have done with you, done for you, launch programs. Mm -hmm. your team just was like, oh, you want to make how much? Oh, your product's what? Great. We got it from here. Tell Mm -hmm. us about that a little
2: bit. Yeah. So we have a six-month program, which I'm really... Very excited about because we've done a couple of things with it. So one of the things that you get is you get, basically you get a launch coach, a one-on-one launch coach. You're going to do every single week for the first month. You do like a weekly call and they're, they're basically like a project manager for you. So they're telling you, you know, you're going to submit this for you know design services. We're going to like build the funnel here. So kind of guiding you through the project of, of setting up the promotion. And they've obviously done a lot of promotions as well. So the one-on-one launch coach, the reason why I really am excited about it is because we recently made the decision now that our coaches, they actually get incentivized based on the return of investment for, for their clients. Mm-hmm. So they get bonuses for like a one X ROI. They get a bigger bonus for a three X ROI. They get, they get a much bigger bonus for a 10 X ROI. So they're on your side. Like they want, yeah. the they client, want, you to, yeah, they great want you to win plan. Yeah. And so not only that, but like it also, the guarantee it comes with is we call it no entrepreneur left behind, which is basically if after six months you haven't earned back your investment in the program, we just keep going until you do. We just, we don't stop. So we just keep going. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, it comes with like done for you services. So we do all your email scheduling, all the scheduling for everything you need. We do the funnel designs. We design up your sales funnel, that kind of stuff. We build your sales funnel. We do video editing. We do all these different services.
0: And we have launch assistance. So it's not just scheduling emails. They create automations. They do abandoned cart sequences. They will set up your group. They will approve your members. They'll schedule all your promotions. Like The reason we created it is because 2020 and 2021, we were running a two-week sprint kind of style Mm -hmm. coaching program, which taught the paid launch process. But the biggest piece of feedback we'd get from all our clients was, there's just so much to do. And then Josh was like, ding! What if we do the biggest pieces that really bog people down, like the funnel build and the funnel design and scheduling everything like it's a monster. Anyone who has ran a launch that's made any kind of money, you know that there's a lot of logistics that go into it. And it can take a lot of freaking time and bandwidth. And so we wanted to take that off people's plates because we wish we had that. Yeah, I wish he we had that. would have killed that. for this. I would have given yeah,
1: it anything <laughs> for that. Instead of assembling team, learning through trial and error, we've wasted tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands oh, of dollars doing it wrong until all of a sudden we learned how to do it right. Listen, yeah. I, I really want to make sure people understand the magnitude of how they get to start tapping into your brilliance for a measly 97 freaking dollars. They can, and they can get a free one-on-one strategy call with with you, Jill. Like that alone should be a $500 or $1,000 call. And so they can go to wealthycoursecreator.com forward slash harder. And the reason why we're using that link, we want to actually see how many people that listen to the show will go check this out. How many of you are ready Mm -hmm. to actually take action? We're going to measure this and we're going to make sure that you're successful. So go to wealthycoursecreator.com forward slash harder. It's in the show notes if you just want to go click on it and you're going to get that free 1-on-1 strategy call with Jill and you're going to get the mm-hmm. paid launch formula with all the tools that Josh was talking about in my opinion I don't want to put a price on it for you but in my opinion this is 3 to 5000 dollars worth of value that they're going to go pick up for a 97 measly freaking dollars mm-hmm.
0: And I've had so many people who have done these calls with me and we map out the topic, the promise, the days, the bonuses. So they really are productive calls. We're not just getting on the call and being like shooting the shit. Yeah, We get straight into action. No, it's not encouragement calls. None of that nonsense. I don't think you have that side build you.
1: If if I can really be honest about how strategic this is, the call alone. (laughs) Guys, I'm not kidding. And I mean, this as a compliment. Jill is not nice for the sake of being nice. She gets right to the point and she'll kick your ass and she's going to tell you exactly what you need to do and exactly what you don't need to do. She is the opposite of fluff. And in this case- Loving
0: smackdowns Loving is what we call smackdowns.
1: <laughs> and in this case, that's what you want. So get your ass over to wealthycoursecreator.com forward slash harder before she doesn't have room for any more of these one-on-one mm-hmm. calls, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know I will eventually have to give it up for sure. It is, <laughs> but I just enjoy it. I like seeing the progress people make. Women that I jammed with, even two weeks ago, she took it- Literally like turned around five days later, launched her boot camp, got 24 people in, never ran ads. Like she was so stoked about it. And that was just off our one call. One strategy. So, yeah. Mm.
2: That's incredible. That's yep. so cool. Yep. It was the so other cool. thing too, I just want to say this as well, is that there's this saying that we have in marketing business, which is like marketers destroy the world. <laughs> so this is working really, really well right now. But again, <laughs> marketers destroy the world. So my recommendation would be to get on board with this as quickly as possible so you can take advantage of it and destroy the world with us. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can all pivot it to something else. Josh, actually, I, I, I think I wanna, it's important.
1: I want to single you out for saying that because the smart people go where everyone else is not. Everybody mm. else right now is flooding the airways with free, 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 yeah. and then buy okay. my course. So the smart people will go where everybody else is not. You go the opposite direction because then you can stand out easy. And that opposite direction is learning how to do a mini paid launch through your paid launch formula. So guys, seriously, I can't stress enough. You can tell I'm passionate about this. If you have any kind of expertise, any kind of course, any kind of program online that you want to sell, step number one is going to get in that free call with Jill and that
2: strategy and those tools at wealthycoursecreator.com forward slash harder. Any parting words, guys? Honestly, the people we love working with are people who have really, really strong growth mindset. So yeah. if you're someone who you want to grow, you want to expand more of who you are, you want to have more of an impact in this world, because honestly, it's not about making more money. Money is just the byproduct of the impact that you have. And so if you're driven by impact, then we want to work with you. Mm. So if that sounds like you, come join us. And I'll It'll just you say,
0: out. if you've found yourself running webinars or free challenges or singing dancing on social media, and yeah. you just keep running into a roadblock, you just keep hitting a brick wall, then give this a shot because I'm telling you right now, when you operate on free on the front, you are competing with 99% of people. And when you switch to customer first, you sit in the 1%. Right, And it attracts the best people to you. You give people a better experience. They have skin in the game. You have skin in the game. And it just benefits both of you plus your business so that you can go help more people. So if that sounds like you and you're frustrated by your sales process, I would love to see what happens when you layer this into your business.
1: I love it. This is why I love you guys. This is why I fell in love with you guys right away. You are two epic human beings that's actually making it possible For Mm -hmm. other people to create the life of freedom that we started this conversation with, whether they want to live in Cayman Islands or Puerto Rico or stay where they are and just do life by their own design, the two of you actually lay out how they can do it. And that's just why I I respect and and love and appreciate you guys so much for doing that. So one last time, guys, drop what you're doing. It's the end of the show. Go to WealthyCourseCreator.com forward slash harder. It's 97 freaking dollars. You will get thousands of dollars of value by going there and by the way do it before jill won't do any more one-on-one calls (laughs) guys thanks for being on i literally can't thank you enough for your expertise for opening you know the lifting the curtain and showing what's going on behind and and just inspiring us today
0: thank you so much Chris. big love for you
1: my friend listen my pleasure